0: I'm Alan Hall, president of WeatherGuard Lightning Tech, and I'm here with the founder and CEO of Intelstore, Bill Totaro, and the chief commercial officer of WeatherGuard, Joel Saxon. And this is your Newsflash. Newsflash is brought to you by our friends at Intelstore. If you need actionable information about renewable projects or technologies, check out Intelstore at Intelstore.com. Global growth investor General Atlantic has agreed to acquire sustainable infrastructure firm Actus in a deal that will create a diversified investment platform with $96 billion in combined assets under management. Actus, which manages about $12.5 billion in assets, will become the sustainable infrastructure arm within General Atlantic's global investment platform. Actus will retain independence over investment decisions and processes under. The Actus brand name. So even though they're acting as two separate companies and going to operate quasi-separately, General Atlantic is making a big move here on Actus and trying to expand into the renewable energy market. Right, Phil? Yeah. Well, General Atlantic already has
1: substantial energy holdings, uh, but this gives them a significant amount of exposure. Uh, I mean, it's like i wanna say six gigawatts plus of operational and and another like i don't know almost twenty plus gigawatts of pipeline um in in wind and solar that Actis has been involved in uh so you know this is uh absolutely a a big deal and it comes on the heels of companies like blackrock uh acquiring g i p which we talked about last week so there's uh there's kind of a trend here and a pattern emerging with these uh these deals where infrastructure investors seem to be getting a better sense and a better feel for renewables. They understand that even if the supply chain side of it hasn't been particularly profitable, if you're, you know, an an OEM, um, the independent power producers, the project developers, they're usually pretty financially solvent and healthy. Uh, And our own analysis confirms that. So um, you're probably going to see a lot more infrastructure um, investment vehicles, uh, gobbling up,
2: you know, independent power producers. Yeah. You always say follow the big money, right? So like, um, it, ba- banks wouldn't be investing in Miami waterfront projects if they thought that the sea levels are going to raise 20 meters next year. Right. So when you see big, big money, making big moves like this, um, it's, it's, it's a trend. Like you watch these, uh, all the pension groups and the teachers' pensions and the different things around the world, those long-term investments and infrastructure is the way to go. And, and I think that that BlackRock move, uh, and now this General Atlantic and Actis move, um, this week is, is going to show that. And we're going to continue to see some of these deals happen.
0: Cubico Sustainable Investments, owned by the Ontario Teachers Pension Plan and PSB Investments, has acquired Peel NRE's 50% stake in Peel Cubicle Renewables, a UK renewable energy development joint venture. The financial terms were not disclosed in this transaction. The deal includes transfer of appeal NRE's renewable development team to Cubico and the joint venture's current offshore wind and solar pipeline. Again, another merger trying to make companies bigger and stronger in the renewable business, bill. Uh It is, although
1: this one's a, a bit different because it's basically just, um, you know, buying a, a partner out of a, a JV, which is ultimately when, when a JV is created, that's kind of the, the uh, intent or the end result is. Either one partner buys out the other, or they sell the entire thing to to someone else. Um, so the important part of this is that Kubiko is consolidating what they have, while they're also looking at you know potential um, divestment opportunities and and getting a new um, investment partner involved, or you know looking at uh, selling off portions of their portfolio in an asset rotation. So. This gives them more knobs to turn, basically, um, being able to to do that. So I, I think we can only look at this as a as a good thing for, for them, certainly.
2: Yeah, an interesting play to see stuff starting to happen onshore in the UK, because that's where the majority of their development portfolio and some of the assets that they have in this joint venture were is onshore UK, whereas um, there may be some government changes there coming shortly. I know general public over there is kind of Um, leaning towards a different party in the next cycle. So um, some of these moratoriums of onshore wind uh, may go away, and you might see some more developments um, in that part of the world. So cubicle getting in front of it, it looks like.
0: Up in Sweden, battery maker Northvolt has signed a $5 billion non-recourse project financing deal, the largest green loan in Europe to date. The financing will expand Northvolt's factory in northern Sweden, including the battery cell manufacturing and its adjacent battery recycling facility. Uh, the Northvolt CEO said the deal is a milestone for Europe's energy transition and shows sustainable business practices are the key to success. Well, obviously one of the key to success is getting financing filled. <laughs> Northvolt seems to be able to do it because they have a lot of contracts. They have a lot of connections with the automakers in Europe and like over $50 billion, I think, in in at least temporary orders that they could fill. So that's a huge pipeline that they have to go ahead and, and get up to speed on the factory side. So they're going to need some financing to do that. This is part of that bigger deal, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, they've got, you know, the the EV focus has been kind of their their predominant um, uh, area of their business. But they also have done uh, some dabbling in battery energy storage systems um, besides the the electric vehicle market. Um, they've got, you know, a relationship with with Vestas as well um, on developing some technologies and integrating it with renewables. So, you know, this gives them the opportunity to continue scaling what they're doing. Again, mostly fulfilling those obligations with the um, the EV order book that they've got. Um, but who knows how they they end up expanding their their capabilities? There's definitely a demand for a grid tie batteries. Um, out there, and you know they're going to be in a, a pretty good position to be able to fend off the likes of the Chinese and and even to an, a certain extent the Korean companies that are also making uh, uh, headway in in the EV and battery storage market.
2: Yeah, the interesting thing here is we we talk about wind energy all the time, right? Um, but we're also we also talk about the renewable energy transition, and that's what we're really focused on. Um, But what this shows you is that the EU and the capital that they have within the EU uh, is dedicated to strengthening who the EU is in this energy transition, right? They're, like you said, Phil, they're putting up a, you know, a strong arm towards the Chinese side of the EV market. This is on the heels of the last few months of the EU um, calling for basically an investigation into some pricing issues and some fair trade uh, issues with the wind turbine technologies uh, against China. So saying, Hey, we've got our own battery manufacturer. We're going to invest the money and we're going to put this thing up and we're going to make, uh, make do with our, you know, basically the
0: green new deal they have going on in the EU right now. Um, it's a big move. Mitsubishi HC Capital Inc. announced that the company will invest approximately 700 million euros in European energy AS. Mitsubishi will acquire about 20% of the outstanding shares. And we'll have voting rights in European energy. So is this is seems to be a more common play between Japanese large industry and Europeans where the Japanese are are taking some significant stakes in European uh, renewable energy projects and this is another one.
1: Yeah, you'll you'll remember we talked about um, I don't know, I wanna say six months ago or so where uh there was a consortium involving some of the banks in in Japan were investing about 10 billion pounds in in the UK um and this kind of follows on that that pattern although it's interesting that specifically it's Mitsubishi investing in European energy i think that makes a, a pretty compelling case um investors seem to like it so again we're recording this uh, uh as the news was kind of uh coming out and we're able to kind of gauge the reaction um so investors seem to like it. It's also helping to facilitate a conversation where European energy may end up IPOing um, at some point, probably next year, if not, uh, you know, probably won't be before next year. Um, but they're also getting some new partnerships, uh, including again one announced just today as we record uh, with Total Energies. So it's it's helping to facilitate stability and growth for European energy, and it's. Only going to propel them to continue to their development throughout um, you know northern and uh, parts of Eastern Europe.
2: Interesting here with Mitsubishi taking a different uh, basically angle at the wind market in Europe because if you remember MHI, Vestas was Mitsubishi Heavy Industries and Vestas teaming together. so they they've pulled back from that idea of the OEM side to going with an asset owner, IPP. Um, and now uh yeah european energy a lot of their portfolio right now is onshore um, and they will be with this totel uh, tie up looking at doing some offshore wind in the baltics um, off sweden and some other areas as well so uh, there's a little bit of experience there some capital uh, some big things for european energy We'll see how they grow